Live from our studios in Austin, Texas, this is Drinking Bros Fake News with Ross Patterson, Dan Holloway, Papa G with the traffic. How you feel? Not good. Yeah. Field reporter, Hot Bob. And Delco Dan with sports. Welcome to Fake News. Yeah! Welcome to Drinking Bros Fake News, everybody. Bringing you the realest, fakest news of the week. You shocked? Huh? You should be out there. We don't do fake news on Tuesday. Uh, however, on Patreon, um, one of the biggest comments we get uh, all the time is, wouldn't it be a blast if you just did fake news for an entire week? Wouldn't that be rad? I've heard that a million times over the years. And since D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway was in Las Vegas doing a suicide prevention panel with Tim Kennedy tomorrow, well... All the cats away, the mouse will play. I give the people what they want. We're doing fake news every single fucking day this week. He can't stop me. He's not here. All right? He's not going to pull a gun and hold it to my head and say, no, we're not doing it. Yes, we are doing it today, all right? We're doing fake news all week. Fuck it. Putting the system on trial. Taking our world back, right? Somebody's got to. Those sons of bitches on the Supreme Court aren't doing it for us. Let's face it. It's our top story of the day here. The Supreme Court. Well, they love illegal immigrants, apparently. This story popped up late last night, and it was a bit of a shocker for me as well as you, probably. With a record surge in uh, migrants crossing over the last year, believed to be above two and a half million uh with well over three hundred thousand alone coming in the month of december the supreme court decided to split five four against ten against uh, texas's interference with federal border patrol allowing federal authorities to remove razor wire installed by the state and other barriers preventing illegals from crossing over into our country. Monday's order comes after the Biden administration pressed the justices over Texas's intrusion into southern border activities. A uh, couple or a uh, couple things stand out about the order vacating an injunction from the Fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. Bob, is that the Fifth that's always doing that fucking bullshit in all these states? I, I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> There's always it. one, uh, and I forget who it is. Where there's always one who just fucks it up for everybody else. And I want to say that it's in San Francisco. The Fifth Circuit is Texas, Louisiana, and Mississippi. Okay. So I, I doubt it. Okay, I gotcha. Doubt it's that one. Uh, so this one, uh, they said, hey, you can leave it in. Uh, and then it all went all the way up to the Supreme Court there. Uh, now, one would think with a conservative Supreme Court, you probably get the votes for something like this. It's a no go. Friends, uh, the ones who broke bad on this one, no shit. It was uh, Coney Barrett on that one. Well, is that, is that shocking? Um, I'm assuming this is over the, the family that died in the fucking river a couple weeks ago there. All life matters, but where does it go? 
Where the fuck do these people go? Um, is the question here. Uh, as far as the four dissents and the 5-4 verdict, obviously Republican appointed Justices Clarence Thomas, Samuel Alito, Neil Gorsuch, and, uh, and Brett Kavanaugh were on the right side of history on that one, uh, which means that John Roberts and Amy Coney Barrett uh, were in the majority with the Democratic appointed Justices uh, Sotomayor. Kagan and uh, Kenji Jackson there. Um, so what's the rationale for the the split here, guys? Um, well, it's the it's the second thing about the order. None of the justices really explain their positions, given their apparent controversy behind the decision. Uh, judging by the vote breakdown, would have been useful uh, for both sides there to explain their reasoning. Uh, but instead... Bunch of silence on this crucial court decision here. What were you going to say there, Bob? Uh, I guess the rationale is that the federal government can enforce federal law on federal land. Which is bullshit because we live here. So this is our state. The, bo- uh, the border is not Texas. Which it should be, though. Um, because, and that's the problem. If the federal government isn't going to do anything, that's why wheelchair stepped in. Oh boy, you knew that pun. You knew that joke was coming. Okay, he didn't step anywhere. Uh, that's why 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 uh, Governor Wheelchair rolled in there and said, "Hey, dude, if you're not going to protect the state of Texas from illegals fl- flooding over the border and uh, and taxpayers spending a gajillion dollars trying to house, clothe, and feed these fuckers, uh, well, then you guys have to. Um, we're got to do it our, on our own." And uh, Biden was like, "No." I think we're good. Uh, let's go ahead and press this up to the Supreme Court here and uh, and get this shot down. I don't understand why immigration isn't a bipartisan issue here. What's the victory for Biden on this one? I, I get you hoping most of these people come in, change the votes and, and everything else. But at a certain point, you're fucking up all Democratic cities along the way as well. Because Wheelchair uh, and DeSantis and those guys have been shipping them off to New York, Chicago, San Francisco, San Diego, everything else. Gavin Newsom has had it there. The mayor of New York has had it there. The governor of New York has had it there. Chicago and Denver seem magically okay with it, although they want to shut down the buses. They're like, well, we can't... We've got to know their bus schedule here if you're going to send them in or the flight patterns, you know, so we can be better prepared. No, it's bullshit. You want to shut it down before it gets here because you don't want those fucks there the same way that we don't. Uh, However, what the fuck is the governor of the state of Texas supposed to do in a situation like this? If the feds aren't going to help out, if the president of the United States isn't going to help out with illegal immigration, then yeah, he's going to set up barriers. Yeah, he's going to set up fucking barbed wire. What are you going to do to prevent these people from coming in and stealing and invading our fucking country? Nothing. So if you don't have a plan for it, you don't have a plan for any form of immigration, how to get these people in safely, let alone where the children are going, because there's a, what, I know Dan has often said 22,000, that number is is now jumped up to above 32,000 to 38,000, they think, they don't really know, because they're undocumented, so they have no idea where these fucking missing kids are. I can tell you they're being sex trafficked, is, is what's really going on there, then what do you fucking do? And I don't understand why this is a Democrat or Republican issue here. Just stop these fuckers from coming across the border. This is what's happening every single day. Uh, ironically, Fetterman, since the stroke, has, uh, has come out strongly against uh, immigration. Uh, again, he went scorched earth. And he said, look, man, 
The amount of people that came in in December, and he said this two days ago, the amount of people that came in in December is bigger than the population of Pittsburgh, which is fucking wild to me. I didn't know they had over 300,000 people in Pittsburgh. Congratulations. That's a rumor. It's a fun city, though. I don't mind it. I'm not shitting on you, Pittsburgh. Uh, I've enjoyed the time there. (laughs) We fucking party there. We did a live show there. Uh, A few of them. Uh, It's stateside vodka and uh, I believe from a Steelers game one time, and it was a fucking blast. But I didn't know that 300,000, that was the population of Pittsburgh. But even he's right. Uh, And he said the same thing. Why is this a partisan issue here? What are you going to do with them? Now, with Fetterman, the reason why he's coming out speaking out against it is he's worried they're going to start sending buses and planes to Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. And obviously, he's a senator from Pennsylvania. And to that fucking thought, he's correct. That's what a senator should do is look out for their own fucking state. Because if if DeSantis or wheelchair starts busting them up there, those cities are going to get fucking overrun the same way as the cities I just mentioned with New York, Chicago, Denver, and uh, and L.A. and San Francisco and those guys. And he's trying to prevent it. Now, what are you going to do when the president says, hey, sorry, man, took this up to the Supreme Court. Uh, How do you like that, Jack? And and then we killed this fucking thing. They killed it, actually, uh, the Supreme Court. I don't know what the answer is. Uh, with Coney Barrett, since she was on the side of abortion and all that other shit, uh, or not having abortion, my guess is that is I choose life. I choose life, and that's what I'm going to do. This and it's fucking great. The other one I can't really fucking figure out. Uh, the bigger overall question, though, to figure out is what are you going to do with all of these motherfuckers? What are you going to do with them? Temperatures are freezing in most of the country right now. Uh, they have no place to sleep, live. Piss shit. Um, in, in New York right now, Bob, if you can pull this up, uh, immigrants, and I don't know if this is part of their culture, and yes, I'm saying this seriously, um, they're leaving cups full of piss and shit outside of people's doors and asking them to flush it down their toilet because they don't have enough porta potties in the city there. Um, is that an image from it right there? Yeah. This is just the red. I mean, this. Well, so okay, this great. This is a this normal is, porta potty. This is as a far perfect. As I'm concerned. Right. So this is a perfect example. There. Uh, let's zoom in on that porta potty. We're on Patreon, right? Fuck it. Zoom in on the porta potty. Get in real tight on that thing. Look at that shit box. Um, first of all, there's a spray painted sign, uh, Bob, in red. If you could read that out loud, it just says hell, says I hell. believe, I and it's pointing to the toilets. I'm not unconvinced. There's a used condom on the floor. Oof. Could be. Look. If you're immigrants, you still want to fuck too, right? Even though you're sleeping outside or in a shelter. Now, zoom in real tight on that toilet there. Look at the inside of that. So, this was in the complaints there. The immigrants are saying there is no porta potties in the city. Uh, the closest bathrooms that we have to walk to are six to seven blocks away. It's freezing, it's New York, and none of the bars and/or restaurants will let them in to use the restrooms. I understand that. You shouldn't be in this fucking country anyways. One. Two, do you think they want to put porta potties on every fucking square block in New York City? Do you know how expensive those are to clean? Just shooting movies all those goddamn years, dude. One of the biggest costs on my budget for producing these goddamn things was sanitation. We had to get people out there every 
other day to come and empty out these toilets for the trailers, for the porta potties, for the crew, and all that other shit, literally. And uh, and it's very, very expensive, which is why New York can't do it. One, two, it stinks. It makes the whole fucking city stink. And they don't want the the sight of a porta potty on every square block in New York City where people are paying on average in rent three thousand eight hundred dollars to live in a fucking one bedroom. So I understand all of it, but as you're going through all these issues and problems, is the Supreme Court not looking at this saying, hey, we got to do something here. Uh, If we're not doing any border security whatsoever then, and we're stripping all this away, where the fuck are these people going to go? My suggestion, go to these five motherfuckers who just voted for this in the Supreme Court. Show up at their houses and tell them you want to live there. Or if I'm wheelchair... I start sending buses directly to these motherfuckers' houses. They know the addresses. These are public officials. I believe Kavanaugh had a run-in already at his house. That's where I would send the next buses if I was. Obviously, Kavanaugh didn't vote for it, but the five who did, ship them straight to their front door and tell them to figure it the fuck out. Um, because I don't know what else wheelchair's supposed to do. We elected him, and although I'm not a big fan of that fucking guy, we elected him as a governor of the state. His job is to look out what's for best for the state of Texas. I understand that. Same with Fetterman. Fetterman going on TV every other day talking about immigration. He is truly looking out for the best of his state, which he should do. That's what he's elected to do. And you know those buses will be coming to Philly and Pittsburgh soon if he doesn't get out on the stump and do this. And I think that's smart. But send them right to their fucking houses, dude. Right there. Just go right to the SCOTUS's house. Take a shit in a plastic cup. Fuck it. Find a friend. Go two girls, one cup. Dump it right on their fucking front porch out there and say, you help us out. Okay? Because you got no plans for this. You didn't write anything in the dissent, so we don't know why the fuck you did it in the first place. So all the blame's got to go to the five of you guys, and maybe you guys have a master fucking plan for what's going to happen with all these dirty, grimy fucks coming over across the border. Maybe you do. And I'd love to hear it. I'm all ears. However, you neglected to tell us in the, in the dissent here yesterday, which you were actually hired to fucking do. So I guess we'll just figure this out as we go along. I know Republicans had this fucking issue with abortion uh, during the midterms. I think this is ultimately going to be the downfall of the Democrats uh, this year, this fall. If you believe we're actually going to get an honest and fair election, we'll see who fucking knows. But we might have our Republican challenger after tonight. Our next story here is the New Hampshire GOP primary tonight. This is a fun one up in New Hampshire. Uh, first of all, it's one of those states you, you just forget about. Until every four years, they have uh, some weird Groundhog's Day type sitch here, and you're like, oh, shit. They're the ones that have those weird six counties that vote at midnight who their favorite candidate is, and they get together, and they're like, this is a nice precursor. It isn't. It's not shit up there, okay? It's down to two tonight, kids. Former President Donald John Trump and Nikki Haley uh, are on the ticket tonight, and we'll see what happens. Uh, Trump has gone out, uh, gone out publicly and said uh, that if he wins tonight in a landslide, he is fully expecting Nikki Haley to drop out. She has said otherwise, that no man uh, will tell me when or when to get out of this race. Look, you're blowing a shit ton of money. Here, Nikki, and it's a waste of goddamn time. 
she insisted that, that, that she wouldn't drop out and she's going to keep going. Uh, now, Trump's allies are already ramping up the pressure on the former U.N. ambassador to leave the race. Uh, if she falls by a large margin, she's focused considerable resources on New Hampshire, hoping to capitalize on the state's independent streak uh, as she looks for an upset tonight uh, or at least a tight loss that could put a dent in Trump's continued domination of Republican politics. I'm running against Donald Trump, and I'm not going to talk about an obituary, she says. Oh, you're not going to talk about the obituary, are you, Nick? Sorry. Sorry, Nick. Uh, Trump retorted on Tuesday, let her do, let her do whatever she wants, okay? Uh, saying voters will deliver the nomination to him. And anyways, uh, his aides have argued for several days that Haley has no realistic path if she loses in New Hampshire, and I agree. Now, if Trump wins Tuesday, he would be the first Republican presidential candidate to win open races in Iowa and New Hampshire since both states started doing this back in 1976 i wasn't even alive that i wasn't even born for like another 20 years until after this uh but look i I think we're all expecting the same thing here i know uh different media outlets have been posting these polls which we talked about yesterday if you believe in polls i personally don't believe in polls i don't really give a shit about any of these polls uh one poll had nikki haley at one point up by 10 to 12 points some as high as 14 now it's dipped to where oh and we think she's plus two above trump right now and it could be close tonight it could be super close uh this morning's poll has her losing by two points who fucking knows? Uh, either way, if she loses Iowa and New Hampshire, uh, then they got to go back down south to South Carolina and all those things. It's over at that point. Uh, Bob, one thing that you brought up yesterday regarding Tim Scott, uh, South Carolina is on Super Tuesday. That'd be an excellent time the night before to name him VP if you're really going to go for it. So that was the turning point in 2020, if you guys remember, uh, because Buttigieg, I believe, won Iowa. Um, I think Cloby. I think it was Klobuchar might have taken New Hampshire. Uh, Biden was down bad, and uh, and then he ended up winning South Carolina and then going on that uh, that hot streak where they bought everybody out. I think that'd be a good time. If you're going to do the Tim Scott thing, Trump, th- that would be a good time to do it the night before the South Carolina primaries. Well, uh, is South I don't remember how it is for the GOP. I'm trying to look it up. Is South Carolina on Super Tuesday or before it? Because for the Democrats, it's before it. Right. Biden won. South Carolina, and then Super Tuesday was like a week or two, a couple, maybe even a couple days later. I, Correct. I, I think for the Republicans, it is on Super Tuesday, and that's one of the five or six states or whatever it is. Okay. Um, and I, I and I believe it's the day before he's supposed to go on the Jack Smith trial in Washington D.C. for January sixth. So whatever, whatever the fuck's going to happen there. Um, but look. Tonight is big for for multiple reasons here. Uh, if if Trump does win and Nikki Haley does indeed drop out like he thinks she's going to, and we all think she should for not just uh, stop wasting so people's so- money. South Carolina is before Super Tuesday. Okay, great. So South Carolina is, I think it's my birthday. Um, Ooh, yeah. February twenty fourth. What do you want for the the GOP uh, South Carolina primary birthday gift for you? How old are you turning? Uh, thir- big three eight. Three eight. Mm, Look at yeah. that, dude. Um, Look at that. And then Super Tuesday is March 5th. So honestly, this is... We're coming she, up on it. If she's going to get any momentum, this would be it, right? Winning Zip. New Hampshire, and then she's from South Carolina. So he would almost have to. And I mean, I would think you would want Tim Scott to 
but who knows? Either way, she can win back-to-back states. Right. That's the only way. But the, the, the only issue with that is, let's say she gets trounced tonight. Um, do you really want to go back to your home state still being on that ballot and then lose to Donald Trump? I mean, that would end every political ambition for her for the rest of her life. If you don't get your own state, you're kind of all done with politics, unless it's local. So what do you think? I, I think you would have to get out of there she'll, before she won't, that. She won't leave before her state. She'll, she won't, she'll try to win that state, and then if she leaves, whatever. I mean, she's not going to do anything in politics after this anyway. Eh, I, I'm torn. I, I think uh, part of this is a gigantic audition for ABC News or CNN or, or something like that. Republicans hate her. Um, me, personally, I, I think a lot of this has been funded by the Democrats, her campaign. Uh, I know the media has been pushing her all along, but that's if, if he wins tonight... That's it, and it's over. Uh, and then I would I would expect the Supreme Court to step in, uh, especially after Super Tuesday, because I believe he would have the numbers then at that point uh, legally that he would be the winner. I don't know how these trials can continue. So tonight's a big night. Uh, I'll be at home watching it, uh, beer in hand, dick in the other hand, you know, because I like to drink and jack off at the same time while I'm watching the primaries. Sorry. That's how I climax the hardest, all right? I like to see GOP primaries televised. I like to drink uh, hard AF seltzer and then jack off all over myself, okay? I don't want to apologize for that, so don't make me. It's just me up here. It's just Papa Bear today. Don't make me apologize for this fucking bullshit. Next up is Einstein and fucking uh, Einstein and uh, Stephen Hawking coming back from the dead god damn it i would love it dude i don't think anything would get me off besides the primary shit that i just talked about nothing would get me off more than seeing stephen hawking in a fucking hologram with the wheelchair just all hawked up dude that would be so great uh albert einstein and isaac newton could soon uh deliver unilectures using ai holograms uh, An AI Stephen Hawking would also look like him, sound like him, and, and, and interact like him as well. It's awe-inspiring, jaw-dropping, and I've been in shock at how amazing the interactions are, say people who have worked on the technology so far. The Back from the Dead boffins would be beamed onto the stage to entice hungover students to actually attend their tutorials holographic units uh, made by la-based tech firm proto already are in use at uh Lowborough university not familiar with it and businesses such as ibm uh, to cut down on international travel uh, professor vicky Locke said students prefer a guest speaker from the industry uh, beaming into a classroom uh, to a 2d person on the wall but pronto said this is just the start uh, and they're now starting to ramp up using holograms of famous icons from across science, popular culture, and business. Uh, all right. This is one where I think this, this wouldn't be the worst idea. Uh, as a college graduate myself, having to sit in some of these fucking lectures are boring as hell. The professors don't want to be there. Uh, sometimes it's their fucking uh, assistants and all that other shit, dude. Uh, if you told me after a night of just hard boozing, I'm talking 10 hard AF seltzers. You give me 10 hard AF seltzers, and it's an early morning Monday class or a Friday morning class, and they're saying, all right, Ross, 
here's the option. We're going to teach you about uh, the theory of relativity by your boring-ass professor or Stephen Hawking or fucking Albert Einstein is going to be on stage right now in a hologram. First of all, I pop a gummy before I go, but uh, I definitely do go. Is that the hologram Hawking? Yeah, I believe so. No fucking way. Pop that up on screen. Uh. Aristotle, Galileo, Descartes, to my great surprise. What an easy I voice to do. Oh, God, it's the best. It's already, yeah. I am delighted to have the opportunity to use art media's hologram technology to transcend time and space to be with you today. No. Philosophers have wow. largely given up on the great questions of the past in favor of science and observations, except for quantum theory, which they don't understand. Yeah, I know. This feels like getting to fuck Ariana Grande's hologram. You didn't, you didn't do it. You didn't do it. Didn't but do if it. you had to watch it, though, like I like... For these instances, at least, and obviously, no, because it's not him. Do fucked He's up jet. Shit with it would be one thing if it was a hologram, like Princess Leia, right? Uh-huh. Senate pops out of R two D two. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. Sure, like she recorded it, right? Right, and you're seeing a hologram of it. But this is just like it's fucking fake. Like it's not him. He didn't like it's some guy writing a script and then projecting him. It's not real. So I saw this technology uh, maybe a year, year and a half ago on a on a sixty minutes piece, and it was actually in regards to uh, the Holocaust. I'm not kidding either when I say this. Uh, so what they were doing was uh, filming and interviewing uh, survivors of the Holocaust who were, you know, obviously in their their eighties and nineties um, for hours and hours and hours, and uh, and then then they were preparing them to be holograms in the future so that way they could answer questions about what it was like being in the Holocaust. Now, they did this uh, with an older gentleman uh, who was probably, shit, how old is that little gentleman? Probably 92 years old. It's probably right around there. And, uh, and they beamed him up on stage, and then he answered the questions for everybody. Bob, I was genuinely shocked, by the way, uh, because it was students who, it wasn't scripted. So the students went up and asked questions about the Holocaust, and the fucking old man gave the goddamn answers to the students. It was creepy as shit, but it was pretty fucking cool. And if you're trying to get kids to actually show up at classes and learn and care about it, this probably is the future as much as I hate to admit it. And uh, going to be honest, as a, as a drug user, I'm all in on this I, and I, I would love it. I'm not against them using it. It's just it ain't real. It's not real, but it is a, an interesting way to spice up these boring fucking courses. Uh, I don't know about you, but uh, my worst course that I took in college was uh, uh, Chinese 101. It was, I think it was about the Ming Dynasty or something like that. And uh, holy Christ, man, having a white woman in her late 50s teach me about the fucking Ming Dynasty, I was like, I can't do this. Now, if you would have thrown out Genghis Khan or something like that, that would have rocked. You know, If we could have seen him chopping people's heads off, having sex, getting syphilis, whatever went down during that era. All, all that. Would have been rad if, he, if oh oh he's up on stage kung fu fighting maybe you score him uh, to some old black exploitation music from the seventies all in edibles all day long boom I'm learning this shit inside and out so I'm down for this this is actually a cool way to do it now what I don't want to see is fucking Whitney Houston at the forum 
I don't want to see that. I don't want to see Jimi Hendrix playing at the Hollywood Bowl. I don't want to see his Hendrix uh, hologram uh, out on stage setting a hologram uh, guitar on fire. Um, was that? This uh, is the only Genghis Khan I want as a hologram. Look at that, dude. Is that John Wayne? That is John Wayne playing Genghis Khan. <laughs> I like how John Wayne is so racist he refused to do yellow face. In a, in a movie that gave everyone cancer. Yeah. Look, no, no, I mean that literally. No, they I filmed know. it on nuclear testing grounds. I know. Look, you know, look in the background, Bob. Uh, so they made everybody have this dark makeup Asian face. Um, real, real shocked that John Wayne didn't go full yellow face in this one. Good for him. I'm sure his performance was magical in that film. Didn't he, he see actually low key from what I read took the the role very seriously. Like was like deep into it. You think you think he went to China? Uh-huh. Do you think you did anything? What, it doesn't what do you, what do you look do like to it doesn't. I, yeah, I don't know cuz he still had his voice. He still had his voice. And he just I mean he he grew the mustache, I guess, or at least put it on. Yeah. It looks like they uh they taped that on. That's not a real. That's not a real. I do see some shine right here (laughs) that might be tape. Yeah, John Wayne, is this a number four you see before me? Uh huh. Fuck that, dude. Next up, more fucking deep fake bullshit here. Uh, This one's involving Joe Biden. Uh, Joe Biden uh, called New Hampshire voters yesterday in what was billed as a deep fake robocall uh joe biden's voice was apparently used as a deep fake to robocall thousands of new hampshire voters uh, i believe i have the call yeah uh, if you can play it that'd be great good we know the value of voting democratic when our votes count it's important that you save your vote for the november election we'll need your help in electing democrats up and down the ticket Voting this Tuesday only enables the Republicans in their quest to elect Donald Trump again. Your vote makes a difference in November, not this Tuesday. If you would like to be removed from future calls, please press 2. Yep. Uh, no political deep fake has alarmed the world's disinformation experts more than the doctored audio message of U.S. President Joe Biden that began circulating over the weekend. Uh, in the phone message, which you just heard, uh, the voice was edited to sound like Biden urging voters in New Hampshire not to cast their ballots in Tuesday's Democratic primary. Save your vote for the November election uh, is what he was saying in case it was unclear. Uh, and uh, what a bunch of malarkey. Uh, that was that phrase was used in some of the other calls there. Uh, and in reality, the president isn't even on the ballot in New Hampshire race and uh, voting in the primary doesn't preclude people from participating in November's election. This is something I said on the show for years, uh, and it's going to get worse. Now, I think eventually one of these leaders, they're going to feed him something horrific to say or a war threat, a nuclear threat, something like that. My money, though. Is, is on somebody doing a deep fake of Trump saying the N-word and calling voters in some of these states. Um, I'm not kidding. Don't think that would move the needle. Really? What are you going to throw at him at this point? That's true. <laughs> the guy's There's tough nothing. one. I know. I know. But that one, man, that would be super fucked up. I, and I think it is even if the audio got out there on Twitter or anywhere else, uh, it would be played millions and millions of times. I I think that's where we're headed in this upcoming election. Something like that is going to drop. Because um, the weirdest thing, Bob, is you, you know you have all these lawsuits 
up and down the board, all these court hearings. Um, what do you got? Four trials going on now. Five, including the the E. Jean Carroll, the other defamation suit. Uh, after he said she was too ugly, that he would never hit on her in real life. Apparently, she he sued her for that. Uh, she sued him for that as well. So you got five going on. I, there, honestly, what's, he, what's the he October could, surprise for could, the Democratic Party? He could literally just say it. Like he could just say, shut up, you N-word, to Tim Scott, and it wouldn't make a dent. I don't think it would. <laughs> he did say in one of his campaign speeches in 2016 that he could walk out in the middle of uh, Times Square and shoot somebody in the chest and they wouldn't do anything. But it's true. I, it's there's true. what It's not... Everybody's in their trench, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, I just don't know why. The only way you could possibly do it with the AI is if you somehow were able to fake a hot mic. You well, know what I mean? So the the Mark Burnett, the producer of Survivor and The Apprentice and all the biggest reality shows you can think of in the history of man, uh, that they were going after him in Hollywood for years to release that vault of unedited footage. They were convinced that he said the N-word on a hot mic before the show started um, and that it wasn't, uh, you know, obviously put in the cut or, or nobody told anybody about it. And they've been trying to get these tapes from the, the vault uh, from Mark Burnett, and he told them to go fuck themselves. Um, hey, now, that wouldn't even matter at this point. I, I'm not sure anymore. And, uh, I don't, and I'm not more, more than that, Bob. I'm not even sure what people really believe anymore. Or if they'll believe in what's actually going on. So maybe not. Uh, but I think that's where all this is headed. Uh, if you're Biden, though, in the Democratic Party for something like this, man, to fake <laughs> the President of the United States voice, it's ballsy. I don't know I don't know how many years that would carry. Because, I mean, you can't even impersonate an officer, a police officer, let alone the President of the United States. Then you'd also be dealing with election interference as well in something like this. Uh, whoever did this, and uh, if they're brought to justice, they're going to be looking at fucking years behind bars for this type of shit. Um, wow. Uh, they did a good job with it, though. Uh, shit, I, I wouldn't have known. If I was in New Hampshire, my, my house phone rang. Because let's face it, everybody in New Hampshire probably still has a house phone. Um, you know, they walked into the kitchen off the Barker lounger. They pulled the phone with the 30-foot-long the cord away from the wall. Oh, oh. It's Mary from New Hampshire. Is this, is this Joe? It's Joe Biden on the phone. He's calling saying not to vote tomorrow. You weren't going to anyways, Mary. Okay. You weren't. Just put the phone down, take the, the chicken pot pie out of the oven, and go back to Wheel of Fortune, Mary. All right? Everything's going to be fine. But... It would be shocking. Probably fucked up her night for a little bit over there. So thoughts and prayers, Mayor. Thinking about you today. Next up, Hunter Biden's friends finally explains why he paid his back taxes. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? It's nice to have friends like that who are just willing to drop uh, millions and millions of dollars on it. In an interview with House lawmakers and investigators last week, entertainment lawyer Kevin Morris, uh, Hunter Biden's financial benefactor, portrayed himself as someone who helped the younger Biden because he was moved by his struggles. Uh, Not by a desire to help the then-candidate Joe Biden win presidency, it had nothing to do with that. He was simply moved over Hunter Biden's struggles and his willingness to confront them head on 
so he could then go on two to three weeks later and do drugs again in the White House. On Tuesday, the uh, House Oversight Committee released the transcripts of Morris's almost six-hour interview with the three committees conducting the impeachment inquiry into the president's. The transcript provides the most detailed descriptions to date of how Morris met with Hunter Biden uh, and the more than $5 million in loans he gave him to cover expenses and pay his outstanding tax liabilities, as well as Morris's purchases of Hunter Biden's artwork. Oh, shit. It's that guy. All right. So maybe, yeah, he was just a big fan of the art, and it had nothing to do with trying to get favors from the president. No, uh, I think it might. They might just be bros. Remember this? We've talked about this guy before. Which, this was the pick when he might was, be homies. Yeah. When he was ripping a bong. <laughs> At his house. Yeah. It's the same guy. Yeah. It's the same fucking guy. Uh, but I don't know about you, Bob, but for me personally, um, I don't have many bros that I'd be willing just to give $5 million to. That's a lot. That's a big ask. If I had it. You'd That's all, a lie. You'd all get it. That's a lie, Delco. Where do you live in that, by the way? Would you actually do it? Would I hook up the homies? Yeah. Yeah, of course. If I, if I had five million? Yeah. What dollar amount do you have to have in your bank account to give a homie five million dollars? hundred million. So five percent? Okay. Foof. Yeah. That's a big, even five million. I think I'd top out at one, but I'd pick a bunch of friends. Five for one person's nuts. Maybe the artwork's great. Do you have any of, of Hunter Biden's artwork? I don't think we've ever seen that on this show. Pop it up if you have it. Maybe it's so goddamn good you're trying to get in early before he ODs and dies, and then he becomes this global sensation like a fucking Basquiat or something like that. I've never seen any of his artwork. I've seen Jim Carrey's everywhere. Motherfucker's artwork is everywhere. And it's not bad, actually. Jim Carrey's artwork isn't that bad. Uh, he just had a 60-second birthday, by the way. Uh, all right, so is that Hunter Biden there? Is that, is that the art in the background? What the fuck is that? Zoom in on that. There we go. Uh, that was not bad. I'm not going to shit on it. It's not terrible. Any of this, like, it's so hard to judge. Like, I, I expressionist, know. I know. whatever fucking art. Like, it's, just, it's hard. Like, it's really... I, I, I'm the same, but uh, I will say that it's not terrible. I don't hate it. Um, would I spend five million on it? Absolutely not. I think this one was five hundred k. Holy shit! Uh, we can get some prints, maybe. Uh, let's see that one. This is a Hunter Biden artwork print. Boy, uh, that one's not worth any money. That one's terrible. It's a print. Yeah. No, it's I like, know. Yeah, but it's it used to be the painting, and now it's yeah. a print. Like, yeah, I know how prints work. Uh, that one's a, that's terrible. I don't want that anywhere near me. Looks like a, my kid. What's the one with the fucking dagger through that red head right there? Which one? Uh, top three over there. Yeah, that one. The yellow one. This one? No, the bright yellow one with the red head in the middle of it. There you oh, go. Thank the you, tree? Delco. It's, like I, green. It's, it's hard to see. What the fuck is it? That's just some fucking tree. I mean, that looks like something my, my, my kid does. Like, I'm not kidding either. That, that's something my child does at school. Uh, my five-year-old, not the nine-year-old, he would be more detailed than that. This is definitely in a five-year-old range here. So, look. I'm not into this one. Little I'm not either. Party. Yeah. Uh, and that one, what's that one? It's and another hundred piece, apparently. This yeah, one's better. It looks but. like a fucking ripoff of, of uh, homeboy shit there. Kids, we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, firstform.com forward slash drinking bros. You know what I'm about to say. 
you sons of bitches. You listen to the show every day. I'm talking about those micro factors, dog. Little tasty tiny packets full of vitamins to get you going, get the body flowing throughout the day. What's in it? Well, you got the antioxidants, the CoQ10s, the multivitamins, the fruits and veggies, the probiotics, and the EFAs. Over there, comes in a cardboard box, the little door that opens up, uh, and the little plastic pouch just pops right out of it. You can hear it on the microphone. Ooh. And it's just saying, Ross, take your vitamins, you piece of fucking trash. I get it, dude. Uh, we got to take vitamins every single day. Nobody's a, a fan of it. However, they made it super easy for everybody. So stop ordering jars of, uh, of pills off of Amazon and all that other stuff. And, uh, and they're just hoping for the best, uh, let them do the work for you over there at firstform.com forward slash drinking bros and get the micro factors, pop one of those bags in your mouth, uh, to start the day, middle of the day, uh, whatever you want. And, uh, and just make sure you're healthy. Let's face it. We all don't uh, work out the way we want to, or eat the way we want to every single day, but it is important to get the proper vitamins in your body every single day and firstform.com forward slash drinking bros. It's got it on lock for you. They also got the best energy drinks in the biz over there, and I'm a gigantic fan uh, of their protein sticks, especially the breakfast sausages over there. Uh, I know Bob likes the jalapeno ones. I can't. It's a little too spicy for daddy, so I get the regular ones. Uh, Gigantic fan of all their products. Head on over to firstform.com forward slash drinking bros today where you're going to get free shipping on orders over $75 over there. Uh, next up, oh shit, is Moink on the show today? Let's go, bro. Let's go. Moinkbox.com slash drinking bros. Right now, listeners of this show get two free steaks in your first box. Last year, they were giving out uh, a year's supply of free beef if you signed up. Now they're giving you two free steaks in every single box. Love moinkbox.com slash drinking bros. Lucinda was on the show last year, the owner of this. You guys probably saw her on Shark Tank as well. Absolutely crushed over there. Huge fan of uh, of Moink. Uh, it's Moo plus Oink over there. That's how they came up with uh, Moink Box. Moink is a meat subscription box company on a mission to fight for the family farm. They're located in rural America. Bob, are they up by you within Missouri? Was she in Missouri, I think? I believe uh, she Missouri, was. Missouri, yes, but yeah. not by me. Yeah. Uh, and it's run by eighth-generation uh, female farmers there. Uh, they're animals. Uh, are raised humanely, their employees are paid a living wage, and the quality of their product is better than anything you'll find in a store. That is totally fucking true, by the way. Uh, And it just gets delivered right to your house. Uh, Moink delivers grass-fed and uh, grass-finished beef and lamb, pasteurized pork and chicken, uh, and sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon. I've had all of it. Um, the last, two out of the last three weeks, uh, I've had the wings over at uh, D'Anthony and D'Anthony Holloway's house. We posted them on, on, uh, on Instagram. And uh, some of the best wings on the planet. Uh, unlike the supermarket, Moink gives you total control over the quality and the source of your food. You choose the meat delivered in every box. Uh, for example, if you want ribeyes or chicken breasts, uh, or if you want pork chops or the salmon fillets that I talked about, it's, uh, you can always switch it up. And plus, you can cancel at any time, dude. Moink is helping save rural America. 
I love it, and you will too. Join the Moink movements today. Keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash drinking bros right now. And listeners of this show get two free steaks in your first box. It's the best steak you'll ever taste, but for a limited time, spelled M-O-I-N-K box.com slash drinking bros. That's moinkbox.com slash drinking bros. Gigantic fan of Lucinda and her company. Over there. Uh, next up, we got hardafseltzer.com. 8% seltzer coming straight to your face. We're live in Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, North Carolina, Texas, and Ohio right now. Uh, a lot of you guys have hit us up and said, hey, dude, you're on all the grocery stores uh, throughout Texas and the HEBs. Uh, we've seen them. It's a blast. They've been giving us end displays. You guys are buying the shit out of these. We greatly appreciate it. Let's face it. None of us are doing fucking dry January anyways. It's 8% hard seltzer going straight to your fucking dome, dude. No carbs, no sugars, no gluten if you give a shit about that. Uh, but all the goddamn fun over there. Uh, we're in every single Total Wines uh, pretty much all through the south now, including Texas. Uh, we're in all the Piggly Wigglies in Alabama. Uh, we're in some of your favorite bars and restaurants. If you're in Columbus, Ohio, where it's Urban Myers Pint House out there in Dublin, uh, the Short North Pint House as well, Standard Hall on campus, Forno Restaurant, all those guys, 14 and 0 Liquors is, is all stocked up at Ohio State over there, University of Alabama, down in Tuscaloosa, we're everywhere, Corks and Tops, uh, we're at Ramajama down there by the stadium. Uh, Tiger Liquors at Auburn. Auburn, we didn't forget about you. You got a great basketball team. You can win the national championship this year. Grab some hard AF seltzer from Tiger Liquors down there. Dang it. If you're in Nashville, hit up that Frugal McDougal's over there. Or you can hit up that Total Wine in Nashville or out in Knoxville. Also available in that University Liquors right there on the University of Tennessee campus. And uh, hopefully we'll be coming uh, near you pretty soon. Now, all you have to do is go to hardafseltzer.com, click on uh, the store locator, enter your city or zip to find the closest store nearest you, and uh, and go right to the store and get it, man. Yes, we still ship right to your house. It's just expensive because you're shipping a shit ton of liquid there. Uh, we prefer that you go to the store and then just buy it in bulk, dude. Got the games coming up this weekend, a lot going on this weekend. Grab a 12-pack of Hard AF Seltzer today. Support us and support the show. Last but not least, we got Lucy.co. Promo code Drinking Bros to get you 20% off. And as always, free shipping over there. Uh, love Lucy, though. They're gone a lot. Everybody takes them. As soon as they come into the office over here, Lucy makes tobacco-free nicotine for people to focus better, think deeper, chill out smoother, and inspire creativity. Uh, In some cases, look, you get increased alertness, attention, mood, uh, better focus, uh, and again, it'll just kind of help you relax through at the end of the day. It's 100% pure. Tobacco-free nicotine. You'll never find tobacco in any one of their products ever. Lucy pouches are available in five strengths, anywhere from two milligrams all the way up to 12 milligrams. 12 different flavors. Cinnamon, mint, mango, wintergreen, pomegranate, apple ice, 
uh, an espresso, and uh, Lucy's fucking taking the world by storm with their new breakers, dude. Everybody loves the breakers. Uh, my wife likes the gum. Uh, I saw Joel getting down on those pouches there the other day. Uh, big fan of Lucy. They've got the perfect balance of nicotine and flavor. So whether you're using nicotine to focus better uh, or to get a better boost in energy or just to chill and relax, Lucy is made for your nicotine routine. So if you want to try Lucy's tobacco-free breakers, pouches, or gum, go to lucy.co slash bros and use the promo code Bros to get 20% off your first order. Lucy offers free shipping and has a 30-day refund policy if you change your mind. That is L-U-C-Y dot C-O. Use the promo code Bros to get 20% off and as always, free shipping Obviously, here comes the fine print. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age, and every order is age-verified. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Uh, art is subjective, and maybe to, uh, to Hunter's buddy here, it was worth $5 million. Uh, He goes on to say, I saw a guy, you know, that was from home, uh, could have been my friend. What? So they weren't friends? Okay. Uh, he was getting, in my opinion, getting the shit beat out of him by the world. Uh, and I found that he had a uh, worrisome lack of support. What about his father? Joe didn't give a fuck. Maybe he didn't. Uh, and he is an individual and, uh, I believe and still believe today. He's a very good person and a great guy. And you know, that's why I decided to step in. Uh, and that's according to the testimony there. Fine. Uh, I guess. Uh, he did pay the art gallerist commission fee directly, but hasn't paid the balance of 525000 to Hunter Biden because he's still discussing next steps with his tax advisors. You don't say. I have a feeling here, Morris. Uh, your tax advisors are going to sit down with you and say... Let's see, what was the 40 time you ran in high school? You think you could do that now? Because you need to run the fuck away from this guy as fast as you can. All right? This is a sinking goddamn ship. And the only way in November I see this going well for anybody uh, is for homeboy to go down, pardon his son on the way out, go to the fucking beach, and then let him die of an overdose. Or you can take him in your fucking mansion where you guys were homies smoking bongs, he could paint for you all goddamn day. Shit. You could probably buy him out for life. He's going to need a place to stay and all that other shit. So, like, dude, why don't you bunk him up? Let's do this Venice style, dude. Give him a fucking side room. Let him paint all day. You guys can fucking smoke weed, bang prostitutes. Sounds like a pretty fucking good life. Just need you to hop on out of the fucking White House and all your other fucking bullshit here. Next up. Boeing's got more problems. Oh, boy. Delta Boeing plane uh, out of Hartsfield, Atlanta. That's my hometown. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, Hartsfield. Um, biggest airport in the world. Uh, the plane <laughs> lost the nose tire moments before takeoff, and it rolled off the runway. Yes, this is a real story. A Delta Airlines flight aboard a Boeing aircraft lost its nose tire moments before it was supposed to take off on Saturday out of Atlanta, according to an air traffic controller. 
who posted the audio online. The Delta Boeing 757 was cleared for takeoff and was taxiing on the runway when one of the nose wheels came loose and rolled off the runway behind the aircraft and I down be- an embankment. believe we have the audio. There we go. I haven't heard the audio, so I'm Power, looking forward to this. 75 on the runway just lost a nose tire. Delta 798, thanks for that. Delta 982, uh, tower, sounds like we've got a problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it looks like we'll try to taxi clear if we could. You think? I do, Roger. Um, if you'd like, start your taxi down the runway and just let me know. Roger that. Delta 982, this is the aircraft looking at you. you one of your nose tires just came off. It just rolled off the runway uh, behind you. All right. Tell you what, let me uh, talk to maintenance tower. Uh, let me have. Uh, I'm going to contact our maintenance folks and see if we can get a tow in. Stand by one, please. Roger, Delta 982. Uh, tower, this is Delta 1783. You may want somebody to come out. It looks like the nose tire ran off the runway towards the end down there. Wow. Tower, the... Wow, dude. Boeing's going through it, isn't it? Is this the same plane, Bob, this uh, 757 where the fucking door got sucked no, off? No, that was a 737, I think. Okay. Because um, they, those they've already pulled, so then uh, maybe you're pulling these as well. Uh, this is... Very, very troubling. Um, how did the pilot not know this was happening? Other pilots had to tell him, hey, you lost the fucking front tire, homie? Yeah, you'd think there would be uh, some sort of, like, uh, something beeping, right? Something. Tire's not there. I mean, I get a fucking signal when my tires are low on air. Dude, God forbid I don't put the fucking seatbelt on in point right. two seconds when I get in my car. It tears my eardrums out of my fucking skull. That's actually the bigger concern that they don't know in their own plane. Then the tire coming off itself, I'm more concerned that they didn't know. Yeah. Holy shit, man. Uh, that's wild. Not sure what's going on over there at Boeing, uh, but it doesn't seem, seem great. You might want to get all of it checked out from top to bottom over there. Uh, if you're a passenger on this flight and then you're hearing about this later, that you lost the nose tire there, you got to be asking the pilot the same questions. Uh, hey, hon, why was your flight delayed? It says here you're not getting until 1130 tonight. Yeah, man, weird sitch. Uh, we we're about to take off. We lost a fucking nose tire. Flew off the plane down an embankment in Atlanta. All right. Well, grab me a burger from the varsity while you're there. I'll see you when you get home. The fuck is going on at Boeing, dude? My God, man. Get it together. Next up, dark story, but uh, it's a way. It's a way to go out. It's a way. Obviously, you guys know I hate when hot people die. We lost another beauty today in a very, very strange fashion. Well, a woman, she's attractive, Bob. Come on. It's a little British in the face for me. Right, but that's Britain. For, or, that's a British fucking nine. Alabama or London. It's, it's a British nine. Yes. Yes. This is a Birmingham nine. Uh, not a London nine. It's not great. A grief-stricken woman, Sarah, he, I, it's never going to be great for you, Delco, ever. It, like, it'll never be great. That's you will not never, Again, ever be married. You're confusing me. Never. You're confusing me with Dan. Nope. nope. You guys are equal. You no. just don't see it, dude. I always say people are attractive. I think Taylor Swift's very attractive. You were two of the biggest haters of all time. And if there was a, a, a prop bet on my bookie for you to ever get married, that would be a hard no, and I couldn't hammer that fast enough. I guarantee everybody in the chat right now is like, this woman is not attractive. She's fine. 
She's she's fine. She's for fine. Britain? She's not fine. She's fine. Look at that, dude. She's fine. I don't know. I could use some dental work, I think. That's Britain. That's fucking Britain, bro. Okay? Yeah, but this is like You gotta real. know this where like, you are. This is like real Britain. You, you know gotta I mean? know where you are. Hey, before you go in too hard, you should probably let me read the rest of this, all right? That young lady you just saw is Sarah Healy, who was 39. Um, grief-stricken, she collapsed and died in front of her three kids while giving a eulogy uh, at her 81-year-old father-in-law's funeral here. That's not close enough for this to happen. Oh, boy. That is not close enough of a relation for, for this for a, a heartbroken death. I... Husband, kid, if you were about to say an, uh, her fourth child died and mm, she couldn't take it, I would have yeah. been like, ooh, I feel bad. Father-in-law? I know. You keep adding words that were like, wait, no, no. Yep, 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 yep. I thought the same thing. I was like, shit. I thought for sure it was going to be the mom or a sister or a child. An 81-year-old father-in-law, first of all, when you're in your 80s, you're lucky to make it there, all right? Uh, you're happy to be anywhere at that point, unless it was something trap. Like, did it was it fentanyl? Was it a fucking paragliding accident? Like, what was it here? Uh, Sarah Healy of Staines or Stanyes, where wherever the fuck that is over in England, uh, suddenly fell to the ground. She was uh, delivering her eulogy at an emotional service held for Roy West, eighty-one, who had died of cancer. All right. So she saw it coming. I, we all, yes, Sarah. That's the that's what pushed you over the edge was seeing seeing the casket there. Fuck, that's this is dark. God damn it! Do we think she actually had stage fright? I don't know. It says uh, she was a nurse, and she has left behind a heartbroken family partner, James West, uh, children aged sixteen, seven, and six. God damn it! I don't want this. Sucks. Uh, Sarah was one of those people uh, who spoke in tribute to the father of James, her husband. Uh, however, Sarah suddenly fell to the ground during her eulogy. Uh, it seems that Sarah suffered uh, an attack of arrhythmia or cardiac arrest. So That's here's her with the dad. Okay. Dad's uh, kind of pimpy for his I, age. I just, her father, I just really can't. I just really need you to walk back here. I'm not walking it back. Walk it back. I'm not walking it back. She is not attractive. For Britain. No, dude. For Britain, dude. E- English bitches are attractive. There's plenty of English Show bitches. Show me that are one. What? <sighs> Give me one. No, no, just name it right now. It would come to your mind Kate if it was Beckinsale. right there. Kate Beckinsale's like one of the hottest women ever. Sure. Another one? Kiara Knightley? No. No. If you thought Taylor Swift was a, was a surfboard, she weighs I like she's 80 pounds. I'm not, I mean, I'm not on that block. Rosamund Pike. I'm not on the block that Taylor Swift's a surfboard. I think Rosamund Pike's from Australia, maybe. She might win one of the Aussies. Uh, either English. way, she's for English. Britain, that's as good as you can get. That's, that's as good know, as you man. can get it's over there. not true. You that's fucking liars. Hop on well, Welcome to Wrexham and tell me that she's not a Go 12. Go to London. London is like New York City. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard, but she's uh, from, I've never she's from seen, outer London. Yeah, I've never seen any uh, uh, women there. Like nobody's ever posting the the beautiful ladies of London. You know, we used to have the the girls of the Big Ten uh, or the SEC and Playboy. It was never oh, here's the beautiful women of London. They never did that in Playboy. Who is uh, I mean, Krasinski's Helen wife? Helen. Krasinski's wife, uh, Emily Blunt. Right? Yeah, Emily yeah. Blunt. So, look, 
you have the right doctors and all that shit and the right diet over there. You, you, she could bleasy it up for sure. She could be a Emily Blunt pretty easily, I think. Um, but she's no longer with us. My first thought again is to go back to what Bob said: is uh, it's a father-in-law. There's no way there were like that's a very old father-in-law who did not die, who did not die suddenly. Father-in-law, I know. Now maybe cancer. I don't know. It, it, it like was brutal for her to watch him die of cancer. Although you would think she might be used to that because she's an oncology nurse. I know. I know. That's what she does for a living. Uh, Bob, you ever given a eulogy at a funeral? I ha- no. I have uh, uh, done a reading at a funeral, but not not a eulogy. Okay. I've uh, also read. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've also been an altar boy for. I've probably been to more funerals than everyone in this room. Combined. No, me too. I was an altar boy. Okay, yeah, I yeah, got yeah. paid, baby. Yeah, baby, five yeah. bucks. No, no, I got paid. Like uh, the best was Italian weddings or Italian funerals. They were just a hundred bucks minimum. Damn, really? We didn't yeah. have a lot of Italians in my neighborhood. Okay, a lot of a lot of mafia funerals. <laughs> at least a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Serve us so well. I I had a surprising number of uh, friends from school die while growing up. I think every year from seventh grade to twelfth, somebody died from my my class. Um, which I don't is, think that's weird. Which is bizarre. You don't think so? Well, how the how the hell was the harvest supposed to be good if you didn't... the the harvest? Yeah, yeah the yeah, harvest. You got to sacrifice a child. Yeah, boy, I'm not doing that today. Uh, but uh, I've been to a few of these things. I had to give a eulogy at uh, my grandfather's funeral, and that was pretty difficult. Um, but he was 88 as well, and you know, uh, it was surprising to get the phone call, but not surprising. That he died because he was 88 years old. 81, and you're an oncology nurse, and you're used to, like, he had cancer? Shit, dude. Fuck. I mean, like, clearly, around, like, people dying know, around her constantly. All the time. So I'm going to walk back to my theory, stage fright. Okay. Uh, who knows? Who knows? A heart attack's a heart attack. Uh, but she's no longer with us there, and that, one, that one's a weird one to me. Uh, next up, the LA Times is on the verge of bankruptcy. This week, we lost Sports Illustrated forever, RIP. Uh, although they kind of made their own fucking deathbed there by putting fat chicks on the cover and trans on the cover of uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit and then using AI writers with fake profiles to write all of their articles there. Uh, not that big of a shock, but the LA Times uh, has slashed. More than 20% of its newsroom staff as the paper confronts what they're calling is a major financial crisis here. The LA Times on Tuesday uh, facing uh, this financial crisis commenced a round of painful layoffs across the newsroom, uh, a workforce reduction that is set to be one of the most severe in the newspaper's 142-year history. The cuts will impact at least 115 journalists. A person familiar with the matter told CNN or slightly more than 20% of the newsroom. Some 94 of those cuts will be among unionized employees, union chief Matt Pierce said, meaning a quarter of the union will be laid off. Pierce described the total number of employees being laid off as uh, a devastating figure, but said it was nonetheless uh, far lower than the total number that was actually expected last week. Jesus Christ. They expecting just to drop the whole goddamn thing here? Um, look, this traditional print media, uh, has, has been on its way out for a very long time now at this point, uh, Facebook and Elon Musk, uh, over at Twitter, uh, certainly did them no favors. Facebook added a pay for play deal that if you wanted to put some articles up on Facebook, 
You had to pay him and you had to give him a fucking royalty. And most of the publishers balked at that, citing the financial crisis that they're already in. So they couldn't do that deal anymore. Uh, Facebook news. I don't know if you guys remember this, Bob, was uh, was a tab once uh, at the bottom of Facebook. And you could kind of click the news and scroll through it. Uh, that died within a year. Uh, but that was leading everybody into these articles, which they lost traffic Dude, and ad revenue off of. Not only is literal print dead right like mm-hmm. physical print but like i've talked about this with friends because i mean me and dan we got our start writing yep right we were writing we were blog writers we were bloggers what sites do people even read anymore what sites do people read if you remember in 2010 there was like a million funny sites that people went to you Tons. know what i mean Tons. even fucking like deadspin back in the day yeah yeah, yeah. old school deadspin and De- Deadspin's on its way out too. Yeah, I mean they're this. They're oh, this close. Dead. They're, they're, they're dead. Yeah. Long gone. Oh, they're like, gone. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean no. they exist still, but it's not. Gotcha. It's not a thing. Um, the, in 2010, even 2015, there were a, a ton of funny sites you uh, went to to read. Barstool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, yeah. a million places. Where Where do you go now? Well, there's no. There's nothing to read. Nobody online. wants to read though. Nobody wants it. Yeah. yeah. You know what's weird is uh, for me personally, I enjoy reading, um, and I'm still. A pretty voracious reader. Uh, I don't want. I can't watch a TikTok on a I public toilet. I, I can either. watch TikTok in my home toilet, but if I'm like, you know, like if I'm out somewhere, or whatever, I'm not. Or or if I'm in a waiting room, like I'm not going to watch videos. Right, because it's, loud, it's loud as shit. Yeah. Well, I, I, you also don't want to bother the people around you. Uh, and even in my own house, mm. I don't want my kids to think dad is always on his phone. What am I supposed to say here? Oh, hey guys. Uh, I'm just watching the news on my phone. I'll play with you in a little bit. Like AirPods killed the written word. They did, and I don't want to watch fucking captions on a video either. I, I don't want. That's all. That's my old guy take. Right. Like I'll just fucking watch it. I don't want to read captions unless I have to. Same, like, unless it's a foreign film that I can't understand the language and I need captions. That's the only time I'll ever have captions on something. Um, but man, I. I look at all of this, and uh, and I'll, I'll go back to Twitter for a second, too, um, because they did something roughly six or seven months ago uh, that I said was personally going to kill print forever at that point, because Facebook has already nuked it. It's already nuked print news uh, all the way around by not even sharing the fucking articles unless you're paying to be there. Twitter now, Bob, if you pull up Twitter, it's now just a picture, and you have to put the link to the article in your thing or hope that people click on the picture to go to a news story. So if you go to, just pull up the New York Times um, on there on Twitter, and I'll, I'll show you what I'm talking about there. Um, yeah, just type in New York Times and go to their fucking bullshit sites. Hopefully they're next, by the way. Uh, okay, perfect example. Um, so I actually don't hate this layout. Uh, but it's, so, it's a huge so, thing to click. Sure, but, but for me personally, because there is no click thing or anything else, when I'm scrolling through Twitter late at night, because I'm on it a lot uh, for news, and obviously we do all these shows and host the podcast every day, I don't always think to click the picture, because sometimes I read the headline, whatever's in that thing, uh, and then I look at the picture, and I'm like, all right, are they just telling me about a story that's coming out? Do I have to click this link? Is this part of it? Like, it, It's confusing, to be honest with you, and, uh, and I think Musk did it on purpose to, to, to bury these fucking sites, because I've heard b- behind the scenes. Um, they're just getting throttled over there on Twitter um, because it's most of the shit that was writing negative things about him all these years. And now he has the power to be like, cool, man, I'm not going to post a fucking link anymore. Here's a picture. We'll see if people figure it out. 
and click on it. Uh, it also forces uh, the New York Times and those guys to uh, to actually pay for the rights to whatever these pictures are. I I, I I'll be honest again. Like I do actually find this aesthetically better I than, than what was there before. I, look, I, I'm with you, um, but as far as what their traffic and their click through rate is, uh, the last number I heard was it was down forty percent because of this. And I get it. Um, and especially if you're younger, do you look at this and be like, all right, cool, man. There's no video. There's no fucking video to it. Do I click the thing? What are we doing this thing? Um, but that's kind of how it is. And uh, TikTok has moved to strictly videos and the news videos. And those actually, Bob, do very, very well for TikTok. News, news videos, videos, explainer videos do really, really rush well. for TikTok. Yep. And I think TikTok is personally hoping that that's where these guys get, uh, get offed here. Uh, and then lastly, uh, a new trend that has popped up over the last year, year and a half, uh, as far as print articles go, is uh, take the Deadline, for example, if you go to Deadline.com. Uh, it's like an insider Hollywood site that I read. Um, it gives you the option to read the article or click the button. Would you like to listen to it instead? Um, so right underneath it, boom. Uh, see that play button? Yeah, a lot A lot of people, a lot of sites have this. Yep. Um, and, and it feels like, Bob, that we're, because it's happening in books as well, where uh, audiobooks have now overtaken, uh, you know, hardbacks and paperbacks and fucking ebooks and all that other shit. It's just people not wanting to read anything anymore. And they just want to hear it. Um, because a lot of people are using that as well. And, uh, and I think that is also what is nuking print. Because now, if you're going to just record anything anyways, why do you need a journalist sitting there typing it? Why couldn't it just be the fucking AI voice or whoever's reading these goddamn articles? And maybe that's what you're clicking on at the end of the day. I also think that would help their ad revenue if they were able to put ads in front of it. But that's something they're going to have to chat with uh, Musk and Zuckerberg about in the future. But certainly, audio is the future. Print is dying. And if you're in that media... You don't have much longer. Uh, me, personally, I'm not sad to see it go. I don't give a fuck about the LA Times, the New York Times, the Washington Post, or any of those assholes. Uh, for years and years and years, they've written with a, a slant and whatever they wanted to. Now, they're not fucking writing at all. Um, Trump called that years ago, and it's exactly what's fucking happening to these guys. So, RIP, LA Times, you piece of shit. Uh, next up, sexting. Outside of the marriage... Well, not anymore. Uh, Bob found this article here. Uh, an Oklahoma proposal would make watching porn a felony, banning sexting outside the marriage. An Oklahoma state senator has proposed a law uh, that would make watching pornography a felony and ban sexting among people who are not married. Uh, the bill set to be introduced next month by state Senator Dusty Devers. That's not a real fucking name. Is that Dusty Devers up there? That sounds like a porn star name. Sure does. Sure fucking does. <laughs> Is that Dusty Devers? That's Dusty. <laughs> Doesn't look like a porn star, though. Shit. I was hoping for somebody attractive, at least, where you're like, all right, cool, man. Uh, Dusty Devers. <laughs> Senator from Oklahoma says in the bill that this would prohibit consuming or producing sexual content that lacks serious literary, artistic, educational, political, or scientific purposes of value. Now, Dusty. Oh, God. We're on Patreon? We yeah. can't show this. Can no, we? I'm no. just, this okay. is my protest. 
That's mine as well. I'm, I it's I'm we're watching uh, an attractive black woman with uh, huge huge tits, uh, give an amazing tit job there to a, a white male friend of hers. It's hard to argue here that this isn't artistic, educational, uh, or providing any scientific value there. Like that penis that you just showed uh, off screen, Bob couldn't even fit in her mouth, nor can this one into that woman's vagina. That's science to me, Bob. This is a like two two foot penis. Yep. Um, a man in a ski mask, and I'm that wasn't a real my dick. freedom. Now the video that Bob is playing here off to the side, maybe you can see it in the reflection, was called World's Biggest Cock. It's just this seems to be like just a super cut of oh no, it's more world's biggest cock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this real, Dan? It's not a real. That's penis. not a real penis. Oh, boo! Uh, it looks. Hey, they're, they're getting good though. It looks kind of close. It's a good penis. It looks kind of close there. There's no such thing as a three foot penis, Rob. We don't know that. No, I know. I What's the magic. Guinness Book of Real World Records say? If I was to guess, yeah, eighteen inches. This, you, look it up. What's the world's big? I'm going to say twenty seven. I think there's going to be some fucking freak in Africa who's got a twenty seven inch dong. Uh, you gotta do the math. That's centimeters, dude. Centimeters? It said forty-eight centimeters. Whatever that is. <sighs> Shit, dude. That's eighteen inches. I was up. Boom. Point eight. Boom. Eighteen point eight is the longest human, penis in the world. The Nailed it. Human penis on Earth. Nice. This article is called "The Curse of the Man with the World's Largest Penis." Disagree. Roberto <laughs> Esquivel Cabrera is a fifty-six-year-old Mexican man known as El Centoro. Yeah. AKA the centaur, yep, probably. Yep. He is the That's world's exactly largest penis. Uh, yeah, I'll take Do we have a cookies. picture of him? Is that him? You got to have a photo. That's the guy man. with the world's biggest dick? Come on, man. For real? That's I not think, what I was expecting. I mean, God gives his hardest battles to his strongest warriors. So. <laughs> uh, Bob, pop up that pig there. If you look in the background, there is an extreme case of mold in that guy's ceiling. I don't know that him or his big dumb dick are going to live that much longer there. He's got to get out of that fucking place. Nah, dude. All the poor people have big dumb dicks. Not that. It's not the dick, bro. The mold. Look at the mold on the ceiling. He's going to fucking die. Nah, it's fine. I guess. He's got an 18 56 already. He's 56 with that fucking cock. I, was there a meeting where they were like, they got everybody together and they're like, all right, pull out your hogs, dude. We're going to start measuring for the Guinness Book of World Records. Is that him? Oh, that's a great picture. That's Look it. at that fucking thing. No where? way, dude. I don't, I don't see Thank it. Thank God we're on Patreon. Oh, it's, You're kidding. It's a <laughs> left leg? It's going all the way down his fucking left leg. It's past his goddamn knee. Okay. Look I, at the fucking head on it, that It just kind of blended in. No, it did not blend in. My God. It looks, I mean, that is a literal third leg he's got there. Holy shit. It, it comes out during the, or by the knee. Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's a kickstand. That is, that is a fucking kickstand, bro. Scroll back up to, show him the full length shot of this guy. This looks like just some fucking artist dude. And, uh, ah. It looks like he's getting pussy throughout the village, dude. This guy has gone through half of Mexico. This guy is easily. a suave motherfucker. Yeah, easily. Because that's a wealth belly over there to those guys. Where he's not overweight. He's just rich. And he, yeah. he just wants to rub it in people's faces. This like, a, look, not only am I rich, I get a fucking huge cock. This is a belly that red wine spills down. Sure does. You know what I mean? Yep. 
right down all the way into the crevasses, dude, where his balls are at. And as he's getting his fucking dick slobbered on, dude, some of that red Merlot is just fucking seeping in off those balls down there. Look at this fucking guy. Uh, For the audio listeners at at home here, uh, just picture uh, an artist who maybe uh, does, uh, what you reckon there? Some of that ghost shit? Like I a think pottery? he's like a sculptor. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like sculptor, or, or he does pottery or something, uh, and he's got his own little shop in town that uh, he drags his big dumb dick to every single day, and uh, and then occasionally he'll bring one of those lucky ladies home and, uh, and he'll drink red wine as it spills down his chest in between his legs, off his dick and balls, and uh, into their mouth as well. I just can't imagine the load he's shooting out of that thing at 18.8. Now, he broke the record of, uh, I guess, a pornographic actor by the name of Jonah Falcon. (laughs) There we go. There we go. Jonah Falcon. Is that Jonah Falcon? Here's Jonah. He's white? I know, Jonah Falcon white? Let's see this fucking thing. Let's see this fucking hog, dude. Pop this up on screen. Representing. Whoa. The spandex, of course, dude. He's got his fucking T-shirts tucked into the spandex so everybody can see that dick everywhere. Uh, this guy's dick's all crunched up and mushed up. I don't Look like at that well, spandex. Yeah, dick, dick. Symbolic of his chin. It sure is. Yeah. Sure is. Uh, not an attractive guy. If he wasn't in porn, I don't know uh, that he'd get that many chicks. Where the other guy, dude, is a man of the world. Like, he's a traveler. That How guy. tall is he? Because Jonah Falcon's only 5'9". It's the little guys who have the biggest dicks. It's not. Yeah. It's not like Shaquille O'Neal. It's not like Shaq. I had a friend who uh, had sex with Shaq. Shaq probably still has a dick that's proportional to his body. You know what she said? She she said, "Look, I couldn't tell because he's such a gigantic man." She goes, "It wasn't what I expected." She goes, "It was smaller than what I expected, but it's also he's such a large man." She's like, "I thought I was just getting a fucking elephant trunk." Oh, also, homie smashed the previous record. How, what was the previous record? I mean, Jonah Falcon says only 13.5 inches oh, long. Oh, shit. Oh, five I'm inches? Sorry. Jonah Falcon is not. I just assumed because it said actor that he did porn, but he doesn't do porn. He's just a, he's just a normal actor? Yeah, yeah. He's just going to auditions and shit, you know? Yeesh. He lives in Brooklyn. He's 53. Yeah. He's at the Spaghetti Warehouse doing a fellow for a you know dinner theater. He has a, he's appeared on Melrose Place. The so the five Sopranos inches bigger. And my, long really? order. my guy here, five inches bigger. Yeah. Look at that thing. It's a whole dick. Look at that fucking donkey dick, dude. Damn, bro. Damn. Uh, But as far as the uh, senator from Oklahoma is concerned here, uh, this measure defines obscene material as uh, the depiction or description of any acts of sexual intercourse, including those that are normal or perverted, uh, actual or simulated, and uh, content depicting sodomy, and masturbation would also have to be off the table uh, in addition to the videos, movies, video games, and text messages that involved sadocast, uh, sadomasochistic uh, abuse. Sorry, this is in the bill that I'm reading here. And uh, an acts of uh, excretion in a sexual context. Coming. This is fucking, I, I know what it is, Bob, but this is retarded. There's no way they're going to get this to fucking pass. Uh, under the measure, pictures of human genitals or women's breasts would also be banned, as well as uh, lewd exhibition of the buttocks. What? I mean, go to Instagram today, dude. Uh, shit, you'd nuke out every fucking woman's 
profile on all, on the entire fucking internet, dude. If you did that, that's crazy, dude. Uh, who is this guy? Is he a fucking Republican? Uh, Jesus yeah. Christ, man! What's the fucking story there? I don't get. It. Usually, you're making up for something or hiding for something. Guarantee a homeboy probably uh, had some questionable texts come in, and uh, his wife was none too plus about it. He's like, well, I, I don't, I've never met her. I don't know what, how this got here. I'm Dusty Devers. I, I, you know what I'll do? I'll write a bill, <laughs> and we'll outlaw all of it, honey. Uh, this has got to stop. It's got to stop. I, uh, I don't know if people in Oklahoma even know how to view porn, because you know what the most searched term was last year on Pornhub in Oklahoma? What do we got? Stepsister. No, no, I wish, because that would make sense. Yeah. But this is like, it's like only eight-year-olds are searching for porn in Oklahoma. It was sex dick. Sex dick. Sex dick. Okay. All right. Look, nobody ever accused uh, Oklahoma of being uh, on the cutting edge of uh, sexual technique or advances or anything like that. It's one of the worst states in the union. It's not great. Uh, It's very flat. So Oklahoma uh, or Mississippi? <laughs> eh, I'll go Arkansas for the win on that one. Mississippi too. Arkansas has things to look at. Eh, does it? It does. The mountains go in the summer. That's all I ask. Arkansas is nice. It's gross. I, they got a nice. I like the. Uh, I hate it. I liked. I liked my time in Arkansas. Well, maybe you'll go back there one day. Ice might be a stretch, but I, maybe I would you'll put, settle would, down there one day. I would put Arkansas head and shoulders. I'd above much Oklahoma rather go to Fayetteville and, and fucking uh, Fayetteville's uh, supposed to be up and coming. Oh, fuck, man. Um, There's no way this shit is going to pass. And, man, when you do stupid shit like this, dude, if you're a fucking Republican, just stop it. Just fucking stop it, dude. I know. What is it? You you can't jack off in the eyes of God or whatever that is. Do you guys have that in in Catholicism? Uh, Not anymore, baby. That's right. The fucking Pope. The Pope. uh, The cool Pope. So you can jack off all over the place. Uh, So you're good there. So if the Pope says it, why the fuck does he care? I don't really get that. They're not Catholic. Uh, the other thing, too, is you're going to have to tap into people's phones uh, by geolocation and make sure they're not doing all this shit in that particular state. Let's say, let's say you lived right on the border. New video comes in on Pornhub. Do you drive over the border and just jack off as fast as you can and then drive back? Yeah, pretty much. Because right now, and by the way, this is a, this is a serious thing I'm going to say for, for all of our listeners. I've got a ton of DMs from you guys in different states. Montana's one, Utah's one. I forget what the other one is. That uh, Pornhub itself uh, in some of these states is actually asking you to upload an ID or a driver's license. Because right it's now. age required. It's age gated. So is that a bill that they passed in these states? Yeah. Shit. So like in Utah and everything, I think you have to be 21 or 18, whatever. What about Texas? What was the what was the verdict there? I mean, I'll pull it up on my phone, obviously, for uh, scientific purposes. Uh, I think we had it for like a weekend, and then it got recalled or something. I don't know. It got nuked on there? It got nuked, yeah. All right, let's see. Apparently, I've talked no, too much we shit a, about Elon Musk We go to Pornhub all the time. Look, Rob. Rob does, but let's see. I haven't done it on my phone. So. He did not update or upload his ID. You're fine here. Yeah. But it's only a matter right. of time, probably. Yeah, we'll see. I'm going to go to Pornhub. No, it's, it's working for me. Just fine. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff going on over there. Uh, I'm sure people would be upset if this passed. There's no fucking way this will pass, and I, and I guarantee you this had something to do with his wife where he got in trouble doing something. He was like, I'll change it. I'll fix it. Uh, but we want more nudity. We want more sex out there. 
If the if if we're just gonna let immigrants in and all that shit, let's have a fucking sexual revolution then. Let's kind of counterbalance uh the downfall of this country. And we might as well fuck as hard as we can before we die here, which will lead us into our final story. Bert Kreischer. Uh, as you know, the host of Two Bears, One Cave and the Bert Cast. Uh, popular stand-up comedian who is on tour what seems like all over the world every single day uh did a stand-up set two nights ago at the improv and uh and was followed by the lovely natasha nigero uh Legero over there and uh, if you don't know who bert kreischer is well bert uh, takes his shirt off before he goes on stage every night and typically does his stand-up sets uh without a shirt on here Natasha Legero decided to do the same. Go ahead and play that video, Bob. Ladies and gentlemen, Natasha Legero. Yeah! I love that she's still coming out to still DRE. big fan of that she's always been pretty fucking funny uh took her shirt off on stage and said why should dudes get to do it and women not be allowed to i agree with you natasha and i hope it starts a trend of women just taking their fucking bra and shirt off in public i support you uh and i'm sure you're gonna have a lot more people show up at your stand-up events now (laughs) i uh yeah no shit i i never got to watch much of it but it's like very on brand uh, on brand for what i would like in a lot of ways um and i've seen some clips and they were all really funny Mm -hmm. her show uh another period where they're like all from the gilded age yep that that on comedy central i think it ran for like a couple seasons it did yeah it's super fucking funny I didn't yeah. watch as much of it as I would have liked to, but like super fucking funny. Um, she's always been really fucking funny. You know what I, I think her her biggest uh, misfortune was over the years is um, she looked very similar to Eliza Dushku. <laughs> and a lot of people called her that out there. It was like, hey, do you know who you look like? I mean, she got it over and over and over again. And uh, she's always been really fucking funny. This bit is really fucking funny, and uh, and of course she would do this. If you don't know her as a comedian, she's always been pretty edgy anyways, so it's not like she was trying something new for the first time. She's always been super edgy, and I think she's married to a comedian as well, Bob. Is uh, Moshe Keshner. That's it, yeah. Uh, he's funny as well. Uh, he's got a... I think it's a travel show on like CNN or... Yeah, or, he might. They do a podcast together that does yeah. pretty well, too. Yeah. So I, I like the both of them. They're both very funny and talented, and they've both been... Uh, edgy for years so uh this isn't like some overnight comedian who's like how do i get famous and fucking do this she's been doing this shit forever but uh i love to see it big fan natasha all right and a great way to end the show uh in the meantime it's uh it's time for drinking bro of the week here uh as these uh, lovely gentlemen are coming up on stage uh, i'll go ahead and tell you about drinkingbros.com the store is open 
Kids, every Monday, we're releasing a new shirt. This week's shirt is Goof Juice. Yeah, we got the good old Goof Juice shirt right there. Uh, We got that in short sleeve and long sleeve over there. Uh, I did get a message from uh, a listener who said, hey, uh, are these going to be for the fatties? So what we did was uh, these, these shirts will be an extra size bigger, so they'll size up. Uh, that way, uh, if you are a, a larger gentleman and would like to get a Goof Juice shirt, uh, these will fit you just fine. It goes over up to there. 3XL. There we go. So if you can't fit into a 3XL, it's time to lose weight, bud. It, it, at that point, because we're just worried about your safety and your health, all right? You've cultivated enough mass. Yep. Now it's time to sculpt. You've <laughs> Bulking season or bulking life should be over at that point. You can go ahead and trim down. Uh, welcome to the show, gentlemen. Put that mic about an inch from your face. There you go. Uh, we'll start with you. What's your name? Uh, government name, Alejandro. Last name, Villalon. Wow. I mean, you did it in a full fucking accent. I've been talking to you all morning. You haven't said one goddamn word in Spanish or with any form of accent. And now you bust that out here today? Yeah. Did you yeah. bring us some empinadas, Alejandro? Not today. Oh. Yeah. No bueno. Sorry. A cucaracha. <laughs> Ay, Dios mío, Alejandro. Ay, Dios mío. <laughs> you going to blast this food or what, Holmes? <laughs> Yeah. You want me to go fucking Spanish? Let's go. Go for it, man. Let's go, dude. Let's hear it. Let's fucking do it, bro. Uh, who do you want to give Tricky Bro the week to? Uh, no uncle, my name Tony. Okay. Uh, taught me not to be a pussy. You know, um, kind of taught me how to throw the first punch, or not really the first punch, but to react to the first punch kind of guy. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, where's he at now? Uh, he passed away. Uh, he was like, a very manly man, like the man. So when he did pass away, me and my dad both looked at each other. And knowing who he was, he was actually older than my dad, but he looked younger than him. Um, but we both looked at each other, me and my dad, and we're like, who do you think killed him? <laughs> like, he was that kind of guy. No shit. was not afraid to fight. Not, like, was a stud. So what yeah. was it? Uh, he said it was a heart attack of some sort, and he died in his sleep. Oh, okay. So, but... Like, I had a lot of good memories of the guy. So, you think up. he kicked the shit out of somebody before he left? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Or somebody put some poison in, inside of him or. Come he, on, man. Yeah. It, it, That'd be. That, look, that's not a bad way. The, right? guy, the guy was interesting. Like, he taught me how to talk to girls, how to, like, fight. Like, taught me a lot. That's awesome. So, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I didn't know if you were going to bust out like Frida Kahlo as your drinking bro of the week or something like that. No. Like, you motherfucker, dude. Nah. <laughs> her art was inspiring. I learned so much. I learned how to paint. I love everything about her. Yeah. Uh, the dude from Flamin' Hot. You know, I got to get a fucking V-sec now. Yeah. I got to yeah. get a vasectomy because homeboy fucking. Have fun with that. <laughs> I can't believe that they got nominated for an Oscar. So fucking shocked. Yeah. The fire inside. Mm-hmm. Forever mm-hmm. when I hear that song now. Uh, Joel, play the fire inside back there. Whenever I hear this. I'll think of my vasectomy that I've got to now get, okay? Have fun. Joel, crank that up, Joel. The Fire Inside by Becky G. It's excellent, I hear. I've never heard the song. Uh, I watched the movie. I've probably heard it, and I just don't know it. Uh, what about you? Tell everybody your name. My name's Jacob Mansell. Yeah, what's up, Jacob? Uh, my dream brother week's going to be my parents. Okay. I, I like to say I was lucky. I had pretty good parents, and everybody has on and off with their parents, but my parents were pretty great. They're devout Baptists. I'm not really, but they were pretty good for all of it. I knew I could come to them for anything. So That's awesome. Um, where are you from, New York? Louisiana. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
That accent's real thick, hombre. <laughs> uh, crank that up, Joel. What do we got here for the fire inside? I don't remember this song, actually. This uh, There wasn't like a sex scene in that movie. This sounds like a sex scene, doesn't it? A little bit. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like butt fucking music right here. This is where you're leading with anal. You know what I'm saying? You're not, you're not, this isn't something, oh, hey, we'll do anal in a little bit. This is like, we're leading with it. Holy shit. All right. Oscar nominated fucking song. I'm yeah, shocked. We, I like the Indian one we played on Ross Patterson Revolution. We can early. kill it. I mean, yeah. we could have played it through Rob. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I like, I like, I like that Joel gets to DJ though, occasionally. Okay. Yeah. DJ, kill it. Kill it. Joel, you can go ahead and kill that. Yep. Kill it. Yep. All the way. Kill it. Yank, yank the fucking cord out, Joel, of the wall. Uh, how many hard AF Celsius you guys have today? I just had one. Okay. I'm on my third one right now. There it is. Proud <laughs> of you, dude. Proud of you. Uh, take some cases back to Wait, uh, can he legally drink? From. Definitely. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 23. There you go. Hmm. Look at that. Look at that, Delco. <laughs> Got a sweet little baby face. Yeah. Fucking rat. <laughs> You're about, trying to fucking rat him out here? He looks about 15 years old. That's <laughs> crazy, dude. I, I will admit, I've been listening to Drink Bro since my junior year of high school. So no it's shit. been about five years now. Fuck yeah, dude. We so, appreciate yeah. it. Thank you guys for all the support. Yeah. Uh, and look, doors are always open for you, kids. Uh, we say it all the time and because nobody greeted you, right? You just walked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just walk on in, dude. Have some hearty have seltzer. You know where the fucking fridges are when you walk in. Uh, got some seating in the back. You can come and watch the show and then give out drinking bro of the week at the end of the show, which we prefer. Um, you guys built this place and, uh, and helped uh, do all this shit. You, sh- you should at least be able to come and enjoy it. Uh, although they are going to put a fucking highway through the middle of this goddamn thing here in about a year and a half. So, mm. yeah, I will, I will say when I. I have a hotel down there. When I drove down here, I saw that. I was like, oh, shit. He wasn't kidding. No. It's about a mile. So the construction is about a mile down right now. Yeah. So they want to break ground January 2026, and they're trying to buy us all out, and we'll be in lawsuits for it next year. But uh, fun, you know? (laughs) Fun. I say we just have one final fucking rager here before they knock it all down and really fucking go for it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Burn the bitch down. Oh, I mean, I want to go go fucking Kool-Aid man through the wall. Like, I want to do all the things. Uh, to this you know yeah yeah like i really want to get my fucking money's worth uh but i gotta figure out how much money is actually going to our lawyers first before i can do something like that so we'll figure it out as we go either way take uh some cases of seltzer with you home uh if you can and uh we appreciate you being here kids thanks for tuning in go to itunes rate the show a five star and leave a quick review also head on over to spotify it's just a five star and you can walk away at that point uh d'anthony d'anthony holloway is uh in las vegas and uh he will be live via our youtube channel on drinking bros podcast please subscribe Click the bell for notifications over there, and uh, you can catch his live feed uh, doing a suicide prevention panel with Tim Kennedy, uh, hosted by uh, Brian Callen, who will be the moderator of it. And, uh, and again, occasionally, yes, we do do some good things. It's just not me this time. Usually I'm the hero. <laughs> Son of a bitch, Ross. You really are. Man. Sorry, I just talked to myself in the third person. We need to get you like a hero per- poster back here. Just you like a Superman outfit or something. like. Well, sometimes uh, you guys can see on the monitors right in front of you. Sometimes I'll just stare at myself in the monitor and it's like staring at my own hero, you know? Look at this fucking stash. 
You son of a bitch, Ross. You motherfucker, look at you. God damn it, you're really doing it. Even though he's not here, I'll say goodbye for him anyways. For Danthony Danthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros Fake News. Good night, everyone.